Welcome to On Brand with Donnie Deutsch. I am Donnie Deutsch, and this is the podcast that is dedicated to a simple premise that everybody and everything today is a brand. Every athlete, every personality, every celebrity, every product, every corporation, every movement, every breakfast cereal, they're all brands. Uh, and what we do here is a couple of things. We do an interview with a big personality about their own personal brand that breaks on Thursdays. This week, it'll be Ben Smith, the former editor of BuzzFeed News, one of the most important media journalists around, if not the most important. Uh, he's got a new news site, a new news information service, Semaphore. Uh, you're going to want to check it out. He's really, really a fascinating, fascinating guy. And that's on Thursday. And today we drop what we call our brands in the week. These are the brands that are shaping the guys, which guys, which brands are up, which brands are down. Let's get right to it. First up, big brand now for MAGA. The MAGA movement officially is widely unpopular. Um, the Make America Great or the MAGA movement, um, as part of an NBC News poll, just 24% of Americans have positive views of the movement, while 45% voice negative views. And that's a huge opportunity for the Democrats because don't even call them Republicans anymore. Call them MAGAs. MAGA is a, is a shorthand that says extremists, that says radicals. And, you know, they, that's a great handle to not even just don't vote MAGA. So make brand the entire Republican Party as MAGA. Not that they all are, but make that's where actually the, the energy in the party is. That's where the voice of the party is. So, I mean, that's where Trump is. That's where DeSantis is. That's where Marjorie Taylor Greene is. That's, that's where Lauren Barbar is. That's where the, the voices that are out there are driving the party. So let's brand them. Let's have them own it, man. Um, a slight majority of Republicans view MAGA movement as, as positive, um, but just slight, 52%. And the independents say the move have the rated the movement most negatively, with just twelve percent viewing it positively. Why forty five percent say they have negative views? So there's your answer: brand them all MAGA. Uh, brand down for Ron DeSantis as always. Um, he just he continually drops like a rock. And you know, really, the the latest update of why he gets a brand down is uh, Disney is suing him back. Um, basically to oversee the government services of Disney or voted to nullify two agreements that gave Disney vast control of overexpansion at the 25,000 acre resort. And within minutes, Disney sued Mr. DeSantis. Uh, He's so stupid. He started out, people don't even remember what the fight was about. He started out because uh, Disney said they, they don't support, don't say gay, or at least their CEO said that uh, in the classrooms. And, you know, God forbid you disagree with, with Chairman uh, DeSantis. So he says he's going to go after Disney. And now all it is is him versus Mickey Mouse, and you lose. And also he's fighting against Bob Iger now, who's one of the smartest guys in the world. Uh, I would not want to be, uh, my friend Joe brought this up on Morning Joe last week. You know, I wouldn't want to be in a fight with Bob Iger, and I agree. Um, but you don't win by, Disney is this company that's about children and fantasy and family. So all it reads now is Ron DeSantis versus Disney. I, what a losing proposition. What is, and he's just, it, it, even the issue that he wanted to make it about isn't even the issue more. It's just a politician versus Walt Disney versus Mickey Mouse. You lose that battle every single time. And interesting enough, 73% of respondents to a Reuters poll, including 82% of Democrats and 63% of Republicans, say they were less likely to support a political candidate who backs laws designed to punish a company for its political or cultural stances. So they don't want you fighting with any company, no less Disney. Uh, and here's one more like little knock on DeSantis. He's polling at the same level as RFK Jr. is on the Democratic side. Most people didn't even know RFK Jr. was running. RFK Jr. is a little bit of a knucklehead. He's pushed to bunk conspiracy theories about vaccine safety. Um, it's a Fox poll. It says that uh, has DeSantis at 21% comparable with the 90% that Robert F. Kennedy is at. So there you go. 
Uh, brand down for fear with young voters. It's fueling well. Uh, brand up for young voters because it's getting them out there. It's a sad commentary. But fear of the future is mobilizing young Americans who grew up in an age of mass shootings to vote for near, rec near record numbers. Last year's midterm saw the second highest turnout among voters under 30, 27% in the last past three decades. Nearly half of Americans 18 to 29 said they felt unsafe in the past month, according to a new poll from the Harvard Kennedy School of Institute of Politics. 21% said they safe, felt safe at, unsafe, unsafe at school, and 40% are concerned about being victims of gun violence or mass shooting. So the demographics will eventually take care of the gun laws because young people are terrified, because young people are growing up with their, you know, hiding in closets, understanding that every day to go to school, they're theoretically, their lives are on the line, and they're saying they're mad as hell and they're not going to take it anymore. And they're showing up in the polls, which is good for Democrats and eventually long-term good for gun laws. Uh, brand down for Bud Light drinkers. Not Bud Light, but Bud Light drinkers. It seems as if um, their very minuscule affiliation with a transgender uh, influencer has taken a toll on their brand. This is frightening. Service across nearly 3,000 locations using Beardboard's network poured about, this is a, a company called Beardboard, tech company that helps barrooms nationwide monitor their beer flows, that about 6% less Bud Light than other light lagers from April 12th to April 15th. And usually the brand outperforms the category by 15%. Um, even more astounding, from Nielsen IQ and Bump Williams Consulting, have Bud Light sales down 21% volume in the week ended April 15th after 11% dropped the previous week. So the Bud Light... Some of the genius Bud Light drinkers are rebelling because there was a one media post, one social media post with a transgender person saying they drink Bud Light and the person's like this on the can. That's what we call an educated consumer. Um, brand down for rainy day funds. 60% of Americans, especially millennials, are living paycheck to paycheck. This is according to CNBC. Overall, 60% of Americans now say they are living paycheck to paycheck. This is a recent report from the Lending Club. Uh, it's a slight improvement. It actually had been 62% the previous month. Uh, nearly three, this is amazing, nearly three quarters of 73% 73% of adults ages 27 and 42 are living paycheck to paycheck. That's three out of four Americans between 27 and 42. Meanwhile, younger adults, Gen Z are showing signs of strain. As of March, 66% of Gen Zers are living paycheck to paycheck. It's just incredible. Brand up for midweek golf. This is kind of a... Uh, a child of the uh, of COVID, uh, a lot of people started working from home, and basically the golf boom has continued. And using geolog geological data near golf course in the U.S., researchers found that eighty three percent more of golf games were played on weekdays in August twenty two than in August nineteen. That's amazing. It was almost doubled three years later. Weekday golf games in two thousand nineteen there were twelve thousand. Golf course trips on Mondays, 11,000 on Tuesdays, 10,000 on Wednesdays, 15,000 on Thursdays. In 2022, those numbers pretty much doubled across the board. So basically now people are working more flex time, work from home, and they play more golf during the week. Is that good for the productivity of a country? I say not. I'm somebody who has continued to say everybody's got to go back to the office. And this is just one example. Americans playing more golf during the week does not help us in our economic battles with China. I don't think you're going to see those same statistics in China. Uh, Brenda for Michelle Obama. We love Michelle Obama. She shot the Bruce Springsteen fan as she took the stage in Barcelona. Her and um, Steven Spielberg's actress wife, Kate Capshaw, got on. They shared a microphone with uh, Springsteen's wife, Patty, in the E Street Band. Uh, gotta love that. I'd love being in a concert and seeing uh, Michelle get up there and start playing. She was playing the tambourine. She was singing. Gotta love that. 
This is speaking of Steven Spielberg. Brand up for him. He he recently came out at the Time 100 summer. He said he regrets editing guns out of ET. He edited them out because it showed uh, federal agents coming after kids and he replaced them with walkie talkies. But he said movies should stay as is. And I think that's great. And I think for the woke mob, they should understand that. Movies were made at a certain time and they should demonstrate that time. Um, and so I think we, so somebody who's very progressive, like him saying that, he says, I do not believe in censorship that way. Um, and I agree with that. Movies, if a movie's made in 1950, now you don't have to watch it if you don't want to, and maybe it doesn't run on network television, but if a movie's made at a certain time era, it should depict that time era. And, if, as, and in many ways, remind us what was wrong with that time era. Um, a lot of people put down Gone with the Wind, Obviously, a lot of, I mean, look, it was took place in uh, during the Civil War from the view of the Confederacy, and obviously the, the portrayal of people of color is less than flattering, quite stereotypical, but it was that time, and we should look at that time and go, that's wrong, that's wrong, and so I don't believe in, in editing out movies either. This is a sad one. Brand down for late night TV, it's really kind of going really down, 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 down. The shift towards streaming is, is really affecting it. A lot of people watch late night now and basically they kind of just watch it online and social media. They get the clips that they want. Um, this is amazing. In 2022, the amount spent on advertising dollars on late night was, was $342 million. It was $900 million seven years ago. So that means the viewership is going accordingly. So in seven years, late night ad spending, what advertisers are spending on and late night has dropped three times. That is not good news. And another harbinger of things to come, uh, James Corden ended his run. They're not even replacing him with a new host because hosts are expensive. They're putting on a game show. And Trevor Noah left The Daily Show six months ago. They've just had rotating hosts. Hosts are one of the big expenses of, of late night TV. So we're starting to see the early dawn, or the early, not dawn, sunsetting of uh, late night TV. Brand up a big brand up for Barbie. Barbie gets a lot of brand ups on the show. She introduced the first Barbie with Down syndrome. Um, Mattel collaborated with the National Down Syndrome Society to create the Barbie and ensure the doll accurately represents a person with Down syndrome. Uh, it portrayed some physical characteristics and also has Barbie clothing accessories that carry a special meaning. The blue and yellow on the doll's dress, accompanied by butterflies, represent symbols of the colors associated with Down syndrome awareness. In addition, the Barbie wears ankle foot orthotics, which some children with Down syndrome have. I mean, I love it. Barbie's had this. We see Barbie's in wheelchair, you know, with disabilities. Um, and it's great. Every every do every girl in this world should be able to get a Barbie that looks and feels like her. So big brand up for Barbie there. Brand up for electric vehicles. I mean, I mean, this is just, we're seeing the revolution in front of us. Electric vehicle sales have slated to grow 35% year this year. And this is, this is really interesting. The age, the, there will be 14 million passenger EV buys in 2023, comprising nearly a fifth of the entire passenger vehicle market. So one in five vehicles sold next year, and this year in the US, will be electric. We're getting there. And that's certainly good for the environment. We still got to catch up with uh, China, where it's the world's largest uh, EV market, where the biggest percentage of, of electric vehicles are sold. But we're getting there, and that's really, really good news there. No surprise here. You probably haven't even thought about this. Brand down for stretch limousines, the long demise of the, the, long demise of the stretch limo. You kind of don't see them anywhere anymore. Uh, Stretch limos used to be 10% of what a limo's business, limousine company's business was. Now it's 1%. And 
it seems demonstrative of another time. Now when people kind of have the needs for multiple people in a limo, they usually have uh, more of a, maybe like an SUV or something or, or limp or vans. You don't see these long, you know, the white disco limos with the lights. It used to be the ultimate sign of decadence. Now it seems like the ultimate sign of uh, out of datedness, if you will. Yeah, I kind of wouldn't be seeing a stretch limo and I'm a pretty decadent guy. He says tongue in cheek. Um, no surprise here. We, we do this all the time. Social media brand down, particularly damaging to mental health of Gen Zers. Study says it found one in four Gen Z members, those born in late 1990s and early 2000s, connect spending a lot of time on these platforms with poor mental health. It's about 42,000 respondents in a, in a survey in 26 countries. Look, we know this. We know it's bad for mental health. And, and, and the next thing is going to be more frightening. This is a brand down, always a brand up for teens mental, teen girls' mental health, but a brand down for social media's effect on it. One third of U.S. teen girls seriously considered attempting suicide in 2021. I want to say that again. One in three U.S. teens not considered, seriously considered attempting suicide in 2021. Percentage of high school female students who seriously considered attempting suicide rose from 24 to 30% between 2019 and 2021. There was also an increase in suicide attempts from 11 to 13%. Ninth and 10th grade girls were more likely to seriously consider attempting suicide than 12th grade girls. And I don't care what anybody tells me, this is directly linked to social media. You get to see what you're not doing right. You get to see what you're not invited to. You get to see how imperfect your body is. You, you, there's bullying. There's, it's just, it's just, I, I see my daughter, what they have to grow up with. And she's just constantly on there and looking. I see she's looking at picture after picture of curated content and perfect looking young women who none of them are perfect as we know. Uh, suicide is the third leading cause of death among U.S. high school students between the ages of 14 and 18, according accounting for one fifth of the death of all of this age group. Um, it's, it's increased. The, this is the percentage of girls who actually made a suicide plan. They took suicide seriously enough to go to that level, 23%. Wow. Um, brain down for childhood safety. Only 5% of parents think it's safe to be a kid today. This is really kind of scary. Nearly one in five parents say a stranger has approached their child at some point in time concerning the research reveals. Specifically, the survey of 2,000 moms and dads finds 18% have a child tell them a stranger tried to engage and converse with them. 31% of parents alerted, alerted the police to the incident, while 45% um, reported the issue to other authorities, such as their child's local school. Oh, it's, it's incredible. So one in five parents talk about how their kids have talked to them about how a stranger tried to really engage them. And if you're a stranger engaging kids, there's no reason. There, there's, I, don't, I don't think that's just people being friendly. That's a scary, scary, scary thing. Uh, brand... Down for teen sex, which means brand up, because we think teen sex should be held off as long as possible. The first years of the pandemic saw a huge decline in high school students having sex, according to a government surveys. Um, teen sex was already booming less and less, becoming less and less common before COVID. About three decades ago, more than half of teens said they had had sex, according to a large government survey conducted every two years. By 2019, the share was 38%. In 2021, only 30% of teens said they had ever had sex. I think that's okay as a parent of girls. Keep it, keep it off as long as possible. Uh, this is good news. Continue brand down for smoking. U.S. adult cigarette smoking hit rates an all-time low. According to new CTC data, only one in nine adults, 11%, say they are current smokers. And if you go back to the 60s, there was 42%, almost half of Americans. So now we're down to one in 10 versus one in five. Uh, 
Brand out for Jenny Craig. It reportedly is winding down its weight loss centers and warning of mass layoffs. And this is, you're going to see there's a lot of weight loss programs. This is because of Ozempic. There's, there's drugs now specific to Ozempic where instead of putting in the work for going to a weight loss center or your diet, you take a pill. And supposedly, you know, there, there is a lot of word out there that it's not safe about this, it's safe about this, it's got FDA approval. Many people are on Ozempic and uh, it's certainly hurting the weight loss centers. And finally... Brand down for, I brand up, I'm sorry, for McDonald's and their new chicken sandwich. More brand up for what a name can do. The chicken sales sandwich have soared at McDonald's simply because they changed the name from crispy chicken sandwich to McCrispy. And that has caused double digit growth. So by simply changing the name of the sandwich, definitely not a snappy name, crispy chicken sandwich, the McCrispy. Sounds like it's much more of a thing. It sounds like it's a McRib sandwich. Sounds like it's a Big Mac. It's a thing. So names matter. Bad names are not good. Good names are good. And those are our brands of the week. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe anywhere you get podcasts. We've got our big interview with Ben Smith, the former editor of BuzzFeed, and we talk about his new his new news information gathering service. And we will see you on Thursday. Have a great, great week, guys.